I'm Zim, and you're listening to the Helpful Photographer Podcast in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. The question I get probably more often than the one about whether or not you should buy a full-frame camera is how to shoot night photography. And my first answer is always, there's no easy answer. Unfortunately, for the most part, night photography requires an understanding of the f-stop shutter speed and ISO relationship, which I will not get into here. Today, I want to talk about the other things that photographers tend to forget that also cause problems. First is a stable tripod. Of course, most of you already know that you'll need a tripod, but many people tend to buy travel tripods or lightweight tripods. Let's face it, no one likes dragging around a tripod. They're heavy and they're cumbersome. But let's consider why you need a tripod. You need a tripod for stability. One of the ways that we gain stability is through weight. If you have a lightweight tripod and a heavy camera, it's probably not going to give you the stability you need. So if you have a lightweight carbon fiber tripod because you want to save the weight, guess what? It's going to have to be a bit bigger and beefier to make up for the weight loss. What I find amazing is the recommendation to buy a lightweight tripod followed by the recommendation to bring a sandbag to weigh it down. Like, how does this make sense? Why not just buy a heavier tripod and only have to carry one thing around instead of two? Another recommendation I've heard is to hang your camera bag from the bottom of the center column. This would definitely work if your bag is heavy enough. Unfortunately, in my experience, most of the contents of my bag tend to be the camera and the lens, which is now sitting on top of the tripod. But if your camera is heavy enough, I would suggest that you bring a short rope to tie the bag to the bottom of the center column while the bag is on the ground. There are several reasons for this. The first is to lower the center of gravity, which will give it more stability. The other is because if you have enough wind to move the bag, this motion will also cause the tripod to move because the center of gravity will still be rather high. By tying the center column to a bag that's sitting on the ground, you're really lowering the center of gravity. If you find that you need more stability but don't want to carry a heavier tripod or a sandbag, another option would be to use a corkscrew dog stake and a rope or a ratcheting tie-down. The two items can be reasonably lightweight and can add a significant amount of stability. Simply tie one end of the rope to the bottom of the center column and then attach it as tight as possible to the stake. Once you have your camera all set up, you'll want to turn off your image stabilization. Although many cameras are supposed to turn this off automatically, you'll want to run a test to make sure it does. If your images seem like they have motion and you know your tripod is totally locked down, it's likely the stabilization. So do one with it turned on and one with it turned off and see what happens. Another thing to check would be your mirror lockup. Depending on how long your exposure is, the movement of a mirror in a DSLR may cause some motion blur. A quick and easy way to make sure that your mirror is locked up is to simply shoot in live view. Obviously, if you're shooting mirrorless, you don't need to worry about this at all because there's no mirror. Over the last 10 years of meeting thousands of amateur photographers, I found that the number one cause of blurry photos when doing night photography is often the photographer themselves. I find that many photographers forget and actually lean on their tripod during their exposure. This is a total no-no. Another thing that photographers do is they either forget or don't own a remote shutter release. And rather than gently pushing the shutter, they push it like they normally do. And this action alone is enough to move the camera and cause blurry images. So gently push the button or use a remote shutter release. 
That's it for today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a like on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next time, keep on shooting.